In order to understand how good the good news is, we have to start first with the bad news. We'll talk about that today on a daily Bible study with Pastor Mark. So today we're entering a new section in the New Testament. We started with the Gospels, which is the four books about Jesus, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Then we went into the book of Acts, which we just finished yesterday, which dealt with the early church and the conversion of a man by the name of Saul, who later became known as Paul. Now we move into the Pauline epistles. So these are books that Paul wrote to different churches, early churches, obviously, that were started after the day of Pentecost and as the gospel was spread. Many of these Paul had a role in planting himself. But one in particular that he did not have a role in was the church in Rome. But when he was in Corinth, he wrote to this church. And this book that he wrote, or this letter that he wrote to the church at Rome, is one of the most theologically rich books in all of the Bible. There are 16 chapters in it, and it deals primarily with the issue of salvation. How can a person be saved? And then what happens after salvation? Once a person is justified by faith in Jesus Christ, how then should he live? What does a saved person look like? But he begins the early part of this book by laying the foundation for salvation. And he defines for us what the gospel is. Now, the gospel is the good news about Jesus Christ. That's the simple definition of the gospel. It is good news. But he starts with bad news, and he starts with the bad news to make the good news look even better. And what he does in this first chapter is he tells us the bad news. And the bad news is, is he says in verse 18, the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men. And then he explains how man has gotten to this point. So what he does in the next few verses is he tells us about how that every man knows there is a God based upon two things. One is creation, and the other is his own conscience. But men refuse to honor him as God, refuse to acknowledge creation If there is a creation, there must be a creator. And if there is a conscience inside of me that pushes me to to look at things as right or wrong, there must be somebody that put that in me. But man doesn't do that. Man refuses to honor him as God. He goes on to say that man lives for creation, not for the creator. And in fact, they make themselves into gods. He talks about that in verse 25. So then God does the most horrifying thing, which is God gives them up. Or in other words, God lets them do what they want to do, and then they have to suffer the consequences, which when this is where the wrath of God comes in. The greatest judgment that God can inflict upon us is to let us have our own way. And man thinks he wants his own way and wants to do what he wants to do, but that way leads to death. It talks about that in the Old Testament. There is a way that seems right to a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. But the good news is, is the same God who delivered up sinners to judgment, delivered up his own, his own son, Jesus Christ, for lost sinners. And that 
leads us to verse 16, where Paul says, I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. For in it the righteousness of God is revealed from faith for faith, as it is written, the righteous shall live by faith. So he's going to spend this book defining what the gospel is and what it looks like when a person believes the gospel and it becomes a part of their everyday life. This chapter is a good reminder for all of us who have put our faith and trust in Jesus Christ. Uh, It is a good reminder to us of what we have been saved from, that we have been delivered from the wrath of God, and we have been saved from the consequences of our own sins. And our, our eyes are opened to who we are and who Jesus is. And, you know, we see a lot of people that are living in a way that's contrary to God, and they think that that is real freedom, and that is the way to live, to do what you want to do and be with who you want to be with and, and live how you want to live and say what you want to say and worship who you want to worship. But we are blessed to know Jesus, to have our eyes open to who Jesus is, and to be in the family of God. And it's good for us to see the dark side, to be reminded of what a blessing it is to be a part of the family of God. So Jesus, would you help us to be like Paul and not be ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, of the good news about you. Help us to believe it and to share it with those who do not know you. Help us not to be ashamed of you and all you have done for us. We pray this in your name, Jesus. Amen. Have a great Thursday, everybody. Talk to you tomorrow.